Hey everyone, welcome to the How To Gurus, a podcast with honest conversations from everyday people about how to do this thing called life. I'm your host, Tiffany, and this is episode 20. In this episode, you're going to hear me interview a friend of mine that I met on Instagram. Her name is Jessie Phelant, and she is a faith and fitness mentor for busy moms. She works to empower moms in transforming their motherhood from the inside out. Jessie gives us a little bit of her personal testimony on the podcast today of why she's doing this, and it really started with her own motherhood journey. She was a stay-at-home mom to two little kids, and she felt like she was holding herself back from them. She felt exhausted. She felt like she was just trying to survive each day, and if you're a mom who's ever had little kids, you can probably echo, yes, I have felt that way. But she didn't want to stay feeling that way. And so she met up with a trusted friend who introduced her to a way out, a way forward. And I love that she encourages us in this episode that she didn't just change everything overnight. She didn't just flip up her whole life and start this really challenging routine and woke up the next day and everything fell into place. No, she started with one step. And I love that because we can make one simple change in our life and it takes us to the next step and then the next step. And that is the past three years, the journey that she has been walking. And she now uses her testimony and the experiences that she had to empower others and how to transform their motherhood. And she does that by partnering with a company called Body. And she talks just briefly about that, how she herself is not certified in fitness training or nutrition, but she has access to the people who are experts and certified. And so she has clients who come to her and she coaches them and partners them with people in this body program. So even if you're not a mom, or even if you're not a mom who is on the journey of motherhood to little kids, I think you are still going to really enjoy this episode and you're going to feel really encouraged in doing the next right thing. You might be a dad, a brother, a sister, a cousin, a friend, whatever stage of life that you are in, we can always strive to do better. We can always work toward doing the next right thing. And that can feel overwhelming because sometimes we think I need to revamp my whole life. I don't feel good. I don't like my attitude. I don't like the direction my career is going. There could be a lot of things in your life that you want to change, but we start those changes by taking a small step. So I hope that today's episode with Jesse encourages you, whatever path you're on, whatever journey of life you're in, whatever stage you're in right now, do the next right thing. Take that first small step towards where you want to be, towards where you want to go. And then the next step will follow and the next step will follow. I was so encouraged. I was so grateful that Jesse came on. And as you'll hear, we have never actually spoken in person. We just met on Instagram. The algorithm brought us together. I started following her page, watching her encouraging videos and reels. And here we are. Now we had a podcast interview. So listen up. Here she comes. Jesse, welcome to the How To Gurus. I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you. So happy to be here. I'm just so excited. Oh, and you have a cute little girl in your shot there. I do. She's a band-aid. Well, momming never stops. So 
I, I get that. I get that. So for the listener, this is my guest, Jesse, and we are doing an interview today. And Jesse and I are friends on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I, as I was preparing for this interview, I was trying to rack my brain. I'm like, how are we friends on Instagram? I must have seen one of your reels or something. I don't know yeah. how I started following you. Do you remember? I don't know either. I'm sure we're connected in like some sort of group or other page or yeah, like it's, you know, it's amazing how like how social media just kind of like we, we find our tribe. Even yes. Though we- know them you know but we still know like there are people and right totally one of my people and yeah well I enjoy following you so Jesse is a faith and fitness mentor and I really enjoy your content on Instagram and we have never spoken in person until right now so this is very exciting we've done some messaging on Instagram and commenting on each other's posts and reels and things. So I'm just so honored that you are taking your time to join me on the how to gurus and to talk about your journey as a faith and fitness mentor. So if you will just take a few minutes and let's let the listener know who is Jesse. Sure. All right. So, um, I'm a mom of two and I'm also a teacher full time, but in my spare time, I love to just help women. God put like moms I don't know, at the top of my list, when my kids were really little, I needed a friend, like I Mm -hmm. needed a mom friend. I'm not from this small town. And so I didn't really know anyone in the same stage of life as me, Mm -hmm. um, you know, about six years ago. And so anyways, I I came into ministry with mops. Because of that, there was no mops program in our town. And so I ended up starting one and meeting some amazing women in our town through that. And I'm so grateful. So I helped that ministry for four years. And in the midst of that, there was COVID and things like that. So, you know, that made things virtual. And Mm -hmm. um, right before um, the world kind of shut down for a little while, I was truly at like a low, like a low point in life. My daughter was almost one. Mm -hmm. My son was in preschool. I was a stay-at-home mom at the time. I took five years off of teaching to be with them. And anyways, so I was just at this low point and I, I I used to be an athlete. I used to be a dancer and a gymnast and a cheerleader and all those like things. And so even into college, I got to do that stuff. I was so blessed to like be able to do that. And then motherhood came and just like changes everything. It just changes everything. Right. And so I I ended up injuring my shoulder in my 20s and needed a surgery. I just felt really weak. I didn't Mm -hmm. feel like myself. And my kids were kind of, you know, I, I felt like Satan was like destroying my motherhood a little bit, just so tired and just exhausted. Stealing your joy. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes, yes. Anyway, so God popped a mom up on Instagram who was also in mops over. She's basically me, but lived in Dallas and we had a lot in common and she invited me to join her virtual boot camp. And so anyways, through that, I I started gaining my strength and my energy back and just knew that I wasn't the only mom who needed this. So during that shutdown time, I started helping other moms um, with their fitness journey because that also led into like my faith being boosted as well, yes. like, you know, developing that morning routine that just made me feel mm-hmm. like myself, like, you know, not just Jesse, the mom, but also, you know, Jesse, the Christian 
you know, who needed that, that solid rock and stuff. So absolutely. That is amazing. I had no idea that your journey started with mops because yes, I am a mops director at my church. And I had no idea. Yeah. That I've never seen that on your feed, but we started a mops program at our church. This'll be our third year uh, where, yes. So this'll be September. We run September through May. So our Mm -hmm. director team is gearing up right now, getting everything in place, Mm -hmm. but it is such a beautiful ministry. Our mops program, we, so for the listener mops is mothers of preschoolers and our program is actually, we say for moms of all ages and stages. So of Mm -hmm. course there's the mentor moms, you have the moms of adult kids, and then you have the table leaders and the members of the table that are typically younger moms with younger kids. But we also have some moms in there that have teenagers like me, I'm a mom of teenagers. Mm -hmm. So moms with teenagers too. And It is such a wonderful program and it brings such unity amongst moms. I'm just so thankful for you that you found that for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And that it's launched you into where you are today, being a faith Mm -hmm. and fitness mentor and empowering people, specifically moms, how to transform motherhood because it can be an exhausting thing. And I experienced that also as a mom. It's something I always wanted to be, always wanted to be a mom was so looking forward to that day. Mm -hmm. Yes. When God was going to bless me with that. And he did because he's so faithful and so kind. And I got to be a stay home mom and I was so thankful, but there was also days when I was like, what am I doing? I, this is hard. (laughs) I don't don't love every minute of this. This is hard. And then you feel guilty because it feels Mm -hmm. hard and because you're not loving it. And I think as moms, we can get stuck in that cycle. When our kids are little, we just think I should be enjoying this. I should be grateful. This, these are the things I've prayed for. And we are grateful, but every moment does not have to be happy. And just having someone tell you that it feels so good. And I think that's what does for us. So what was, what were your baby steps when you started in mops and you, or when you reconnected with the mom that you had met in mops, what -hmm. were some of the baby steps you talked about your, like just establishing a morning routine? What does that look like for you? Well, it's transformed a little bit. I I think morning routines, like you have to know what you need and Mm -hmm. what, um, you have to wake up with a plan. Otherwise you wake up and you're like, what am I doing right now? Yes. And you end up doing dishes. And I don't think that (laughs) could happen in a morning routine. Um, So anyways, my baby step was like, just start, Mm -hmm. like start messy. I started messy. I dropped my son off at preschool. I paid for, you know, this boot camp thing. And it was quite a chunk of money, especially Mm -hmm. as a stay-at-home mom. And I had 30 days of like money back guarantee. Yeah. Give it a real shot or before I like return it. So, (laughs) so I was a little skeptical. I'll say that I was skeptical of at-home workouts for sure, but it was perfect because our gym didn't, wasn't going to work. There was Mm -hmm. no babysitter, you know, it just wasn't going to work. Yeah. So, um, anyways, I I started with this bar program of, and I just started moving like, Mm -hmm. and I felt so weak, (laughs) frankly, (laughs) I felt a little defeated. Like I was so tired. I was like, Oh, this is way harder than I thought it was going to be like, cause it it had been five ish years of not really intentionally moving my body at all, not getting stronger. I was Mm -hmm. just, you know, and I think I was 
my son I had when I was 29. And then, so I was probably 30 something. And like, I don't know what it is about your thirties, but like, that's when the good Lord, like, just is like, okay, <laughs> use it or lose it. Like, you, gotta, you, know, yes. like, you don't use your muscles, they go. And right. So, Creeping up yeah, on that. I started mid-life. messing with, with movement. That was my, my thing. And after four to six weeks of like, really struggling, but mm-hmm. pushing play, like not giving up, you know, not letting myself give up. I didn't follow the, I started on a random Wednesday. I didn't start on Monday, or yeah. <laughs> January 1st. You know, I don't, I think many of us think we need like the perfect day to just start helping ourselves. And mm-hmm. that's never going to happen, frankly, right. as a parent, like you're just never going to have the perfect time and the perfect day. Right. So anyways, I started with movement and Good. that helped me a lot. I, yeah. and I, I still felt weak even after a month <laughs> in, but you know, I, I was proud of myself for like not quitting. Yes. Um, and then eventually I started with the nutrition after that. Once okay. I changed my food mm. and started viewing it as fuel for my body, it like that energy came back in a second, like, wow just in a couple of days. And it's amazing how you truly are what you eat. You know, Mm -hmm. when you eat like junk, you feel like junk. And so um, once I changed that and followed a plan, you know, I didn't just like, you know, throw spaghetti at the walls with my nutrition because I don't don't like vegetables, you know, like Uh my gym, but (laughs) you know, I, I started like, looking up things on Pinterest and really started following the the plan that was given to me. And so anyways, you know, eating a healthy breakfast every day, just little things like that really yes. transformed my energy. And then once I had the energy, then I had the ability to wake up a half an hour before my kids mm-hmm. and just start reading my devotion, like for real. So yeah, that was my transformation. Mm-hmm. It was slow and it wasn't like you know, all of a sudden I woke up and like had a perfect morning routine. Right. You know, like so, a five-step plan that you implemented yes. right away. No. Yes. yes. I and think I'm, you do a really beautiful job on your Instagram of showing imperfection and encouraging people that you don't have to do like what you're saying. You don't have to just flip a switch, do a 180 Start getting up at 5 a.m. if you've not been doing that. Start Mm -hmm. working out for 45 minutes and eating a high protein breakfast or meal prepping every morning. Like, I think, like what you were saying in our head, it has to be the perfect start or it's not worth it. You know, it has to be on a Monday, it has to be on January 1st, it has to be all in or nothing. But what that does is discourages us because it's hard to jump into so much. And then think, I have to maintain this now for the rest of my life. So I think you do such a great job, at least of what I've seen of just saying, well, I meant to work out today and it didn't happen. Or I meant to work out this morning and it's afternoon and I'm doing it anyway. And just kind of reminding us to give ourselves grace that just start, like you said, you just started with movement. And even though it didn't really feel good, you kept going. And I think you're still preaching that message. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> you just have to trust the process. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that's really what it, it boils down to. And I heard a quote, I don't I wish I remembered who it was, but perfection is the worst goal you can yeah. have for yourself um, because it's, it's not attainable, you yeah. know? So, yeah, that's so true. You have a reel on your 
um, Instagram right now that you didn't post that long ago. And it, I wrote down this quote from your reel. Cause it's like, this is so great. It says reject perfection. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. We are yeah. not made to be perfect. We are human. We're going to struggle. We're going to fail. And sometimes we have to listen to our body and our body maybe says rest or our body says we need a skip day or our body says, it's okay to have that one cookie today, or, you know, just listening to our body and our hunger cues and how our muscles feel and that kind of thing. And sometimes in our mind, that's not perfection. Like eating cookies is not perfection or, you know, not doing a 45 minute workout. That's not perfection. I, I failed because I only could do 20 minutes when in fact you didn't fail, you got up and you moved for 20 minutes. Right. So yeah, I think that's so great how you encourage people on that. And I love how you show your devotions. Like you'll kind of show yourself doing them or you'll take a little screenshot. What, what makes you want to do that for other people? I'm not great at like (laughs) words. I'm not great (laughs) at just writing, you know, I let the Bible or the devotion speak for me and Mm -hmm. just share a little piece that spoke to my heart and hoping that it kind of encourages somebody else because I think that's what social media should be for. You know, a yes. lot of us come on and we're like, we we just hear negativity all day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and frankly, I've stopped watching the news. Like I don't, I, I push those things out and I follow certain people, you know, positive things. And, and so yes. I, you know, I think God calls us to share and to be a light. And so just little things like that hopefully can encourage somebody that day. Yes. I'm sure that it does often. I think you have a lot of followers, so I'm sure that you encourage a lot of people on a regular basis. So thank you for being a positive corner of the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Cause there is, you're exactly right. You can get on and you can scroll and you can start to compare yourself to other people very quickly. I think that is something that especially as women, as moms, it's just so easy to see someone's highlight reel, which I think that's kind of a trendy thing to say, Mm -hmm. but it's because it's true. We can post whatever we want on social media because it's just small snippets and it's very easy to edit out the negative or the bad or the less than perfect that maybe is showing up in our life. And I don't think that we should use our social media just to dump all the bad things out, but (laughs) I think it's good to be real and say, so this is what happened today. Here's some really positive things, but then also here's like this little area where I didn't do so great, you know, (laughs) like you recently were preparing for, um, a a yard sale, I think. And like you got all ready and then it rained. (laughs) You were like, well, okay. (laughs) Oh, I I told myself after that, I was like, I'm never having garage sale again because (laughs) it was just a lot of work, but you know, like God has plans and it is what it is. And did you ever get a redo on that? We did. We started it eventually. Good. You know, it was a little late, not 8am, but that's okay. Oh, well, yes, it it (laughs) is what it is. The bonus is you got your house cleaned out, right? Like you got a little bit more organized. Got rid of a lot of my, I was hoping my sister, frankly, would just have a little girl and she's pregnant with a boy. So I had to. I had to get rid of all the little girl clothes. I'm kind of sad about that, but that is kind of, it was very sweet. I kept a lot, but you know, (laughs) I did that. So my girl is my oldest and then I have a boy second and those are my two kids. And I did the same thing. My kids are almost four years apart and I kept everything of hers. Um, just because I'm like, I don't want to get rid of it and then have another child and it's a girl. And then I'll be like, why did I get rid of all that girl stuff? But it was, I didn't expect to be sad to get rid of it, you know, when, yeah. cause I'd kept it for so long. And then I was really sad to get rid of 
his stuff because he was my last one. And I, yeah, I knew that he was, but what's been sweet about it is we have a friend that's just like a year, year and a half behind him. And we've been Uh able to hand all of that down or we did when he was little, he's 13 now, but when he was little, we did. And so it was fun to see our little friend wearing Ryland's clothes and stuff. So yeah, that was sweet. That was sweet. Um, so share with us a little bit about, so we've talked about that you're a faith and fitness mentor and you said about doing a program like you, that's kind of how you got into your fitness journey is you like did a challenge or whatever. So can you talk Mm -hmm. a little bit more about that? Sure. So first of all, like I'm not a, I'm not an expert in fitness by Mm -hmm. any means. I, but I help people find the experts. If that makes sense. You personally are not certified. Correct. Mm -hmm. I'm not certified. Um, I'm not one of those kind of people on the, on Instagram, but Mm -hmm. I do, I'm an expert in the programs that, you know, that we offer. I, Mm -hmm. I do body workouts and, um, formerly beach body and they have excellent programs that, you know, start to finish, like you have a calendar you have, and it's progressive. So it starts off, you know, a little bit easier and then they progress you to harder. So that's what I like about the programs is it's Mm -hmm. like, it takes the guesswork, frankly, (laughs) out of, out of the fitness stuff because, um, they do it for you. They do it for me. Yes, exactly. And the same thing with the, with the food, like it's, it's all laid out for me. It's a plan. And Mm -hmm. I think for me as like, kind of, I need that check the box type of thing. And I like that too. Yes. Yes. You get a little badge when you're done. So you feel really good about yourself program and I used to, in my twenties, just go to the gym and I just like wandered around and mm-hmm. picked machines that were clean. And I didn't really like, have the set goal. That was know? the plan. <laughs> the goal was just like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm here. So, but it was better than nothing. And I always like enjoyed the classes. The classes mm-hmm. were, I got a lot more out of those at the gym when my twenties before I was a mom. And then, so I think this was just, it's almost like a class, but I but can right- do it room. Yeah. Right. In your house, whenever you want, that's really awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so great that you post so much on your social media for us to see just little snippets of what you're doing. Cause some of it looks really fun and (laughs) some of it looks really challenging, but it's so cute when your kids come in, like they, like just as we were starting the podcast and your daughter's standing there, cause she needs a band aid. like (laughs) right when you're in the middle of working out, they'll come up and like, you, I can see you like telling them something or helping them out really quick with something. And that is the beauty (laughs) I think of being a mom who works out at home is that you can still help them. You know, if dad's not there to help Mm -hmm. them or sometimes they just, you know, skip dad and come to mom anyway. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So you can still like take a little tiny break and help them out. And sometimes they've been doing the workouts with you or a little part of it. Sometimes they'll join you. And I'll be like, you want to come do it? And I say that almost every time you want to come do this with me. And they're like, no. And they like, walk away most of the time, but very occasionally once a month or so they'll, they'll try it. In. Play um, with- <laughs> yes. When my daughter was like two and three years old, I used to do workout videos in my living room and she would pretend to do them with me. And especially when I first started doing them and it was so funny to watch her like two and three-year-old version of whatever the move was supposed (laughs) to be. It was great. And then if it was a 30 minute video, I mean, she might do like three minutes of it, you know, and then she's like, okay, I'm going to go put this puzzle (laughs) together or whatever, you know, but Uh I just think it's great though, to model that for our kids, just taking the the benefits. Yeah. 
doing it at home is they, and I watched my mom do her little eight minutes ab video or whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I remember that as a kid. And so when I told her, I told mm-hmm. my mom, like, will you be, will you do this with me? She's like, sure. So, you know, I got my 63 year old mom doing oh. So that's she's it. on your team she's doing that's so. so great. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I think it's so important to model for our kids, healthy behavior and taking care of your body is definitely healthy behavior. And we can talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, but doing it is so great. And then doing it together, because even outside of, um, your body program, you guys are outside doing things like you show you on walks or at the park, or you're very active with your kids. And that is also healthy to move our bodies in that way. And I think you getting healthy first has empowered you to do that second, because if you weren't taking time to do targeted workouts that are strengthening your body, you wouldn't have the energy to go to the park or go on a family walk. And I know that's true for myself, just from where I've been in lulls. And I think that's where you found yourself Mm -hmm. at a time. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think my kids, I can see a difference in them when, you know, when they're very sedentary and just Mm -hmm. sit. (laughs) Yes. And then all of a sudden they'll have this like huge outburst. That's very, you know, unexpected. And I, I have to like get them outside. And if I don't go, sometimes they don't go. So I think, um, for kids need to move. I'm a, I'm a music teacher actually. Oh, great. long story. So we do a lot of dancing, you know, I feel like kids need to move just to learn, it helps them, you know, just discover what they can do. And, Mm -hmm. um, so it's fun to, it's fun to do those little things with them. We're, we're really blessed in the neighborhood. We have like the parks really aren't that far. They Mm -hmm. love riding their bikes. Like it's just, it's just a nice little spot to get outside and do those things together. Absolutely. My son who is 13 and in seventh grade, he just recently has gotten really into biking, like bicycling. Awesome. He, this school that he goes to is literally one mile from our house. So he rides his bike to school okay. and yeah, that started last year. And then over the summer he saved up his money and he bought himself a really nice bike and he kept his old one and he bought this bike stand and he gets that old one out in the garage and he puts it up on this bike stand and he's like redoing stuff, putting on new brakes, doing all these things. He's very into it. And we that. all have a bike. So we've been doing a lot of evening biking around our neighborhood, which is really fun. I love that. Yes. Yeah. We love bike rides too. Yes. It's been very fun. My daughter, she's 16. She's a junior in high school and it's not as fun for her because she can drive a car. <laughs> I think she's like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to do that again. Are we? You know, like, well, okay. She's a little bit over it, but she, there was one night when she had been at work all day. She works at a trampoline park. And so she'd been on her feet all day and she came home and had dinner and I was like, okay, let's go for a bike ride. And she was like, really? And I said, you don't have to go. I mean, I felt bad. She'd been on her feet all day. And so the three of us, me and my husband and my son took off and I got a notification on my watch that she had left the house. And so I called her. I'm like, where are you going? And she said, I'm trying to find you guys. And she had gotten on my son's electric scooter. And she came. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Okay. So smart. she still participated in the outdoor activity just in a different way. Oh, <laughs> she felt, yeah, she wanted to be with you guys. Yeah. So. But I think that's just the testament of, you know, our family wanting to be together and be outside together. And it just made my heart happy that even though she didn't really feel like going on a bike ride, she thought about it after a few minutes and didn't want to sit there by herself. So she came yeah. and found us and brought the dog. 
And so the dog that. came with us. Yes. So that was great. It was great. Awesome. So I see in your morning nutrition snippets when you post those videos that you have your great little routine and you have your nutrition. Do you feel like once you established that, like that was part of your slow build into this lifestyle that you've created, has that changed your motherhood as far as teaching your kids like nutrition and meal prepping and that kind of thing? Yeah, definitely. My son has recently like discovered he likes to cook. He wants, so we, we get to do that together a little bit. Last night he cut, it scared me, but he cut <laughs> all the veggies. Well, how old is he? Sausage. He's almost nine. He'll be okay, nine well. month. And, um, so he did a good job. And <laughs> sometimes when we do those things as a mom, like you have to just be like, okay, it's going to be a little slower, but it's, yes. this is good still good. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, so that's been really fun to, I actually cook more, um, than I used to. And mm -hmm. that has saved us money, which is great. It's kept us eating at the dining room table together, which mm -hmm. is really good. And, you know, personally for me, like I've realized in the last five years or so that there are, you know, some family like type issues like diabetes and mm -hmm. like IBS and stuff like that, that's in, our family. And mm -hmm. so, you know, one of my goals is just to help us not get to that point so quickly, yeah. you know, to, to be able to, you know, feel good and mm -hmm. eat regular food and not have to eat medicine before we eat food. You know, I, yes. I just feel like food is, if you don't treat your food as medicine, mm -hmm. you're going to have medicine as your food eventually. Yeah. I see that in my grandparents and in yeah. my in-laws. And so I want to make sure that, you know, we're kind of developing some healthier habits. And yes. I don't, I mean, I let my kids have treats mm -hmm. a lot, of course. Yeah. But I, I do see a difference in their behavior and just like how they feel or whatever. And so mm -hmm. if we can start teaching them a little bit now, and I just say something like, let's just eat a plant with our donut. Like, do you yes. want great? <laughs> you know, just yes. kind of that, like, to so have just some balance. Help, yeah, yeah. Find that balance, find a healthy balance so that we can enjoy those sweet things, but also feel good too. So, yes. And as they get older, I would say that they will learn to appreciate that because they're going to be able to tell the difference in how their body feels. I feel like my kids mm -hmm. have experienced that as teenagers. I have a little less control now because they are, I take less control, I guess I should say, because they are away from me more. And they're mm -hmm. in charge of getting their own lunches together for school. Now that type of thing, I still do their dinner for the most part, you know, we cook dinner at home, but like my daughter, she drives, you know, if she wants to run through a drive through or stop at a convenience store, she can do that. And she spends her money sometimes to do those sort of things. But both of my kids recognize like when their body needs more water, like they'll say, I have a headache. I think I haven't had enough water today. You know, something that they might not have said when they were six years old, but was yeah. true, but they didn't know that that's what was true. But just me trying to inform them and educate them, not because I want to be a control freak and be in charge of everything they eat or drink, but because I want them to feel good. And mm -hmm. I exactly what you said. I don't want to constantly be giving them an ibuprofen because their head hurts or as they get later in life, you know, get into more adulthood. I don't want them having to go on blood pressure medication or cholesterol medication. Exactly. Just, yeah, yeah. Some of those things. Yes. Some of those things are hereditary and they do run in our family, but knowing that gives us power, we can right. fight that starting at an early age by teaching them what a healthy diet looks like. And yes, they're going to have to make that choice as they get older, 
teenage mm-hmm. years and college years, they will have to, you know, fight some of the temptation of their peers and that kind of thing. But I think it's a beautiful gift that you're sharing with your children, cooking with them and teaching them what it looks like to have a healthy diet and how it's not that hard really. Yeah. It's thank you. Mm-hmm. It, it isn't too hard. It's just, it's just that balance that we've talked about. And I, I'm much smarter in my grocery shopping now, you know, things yes. like that have changed too. And so I'm thankful for that because before I was just buying everything convenient instead right. of, <laughs> you right. know, and I, I think that's how, mm-hmm. you know, our, our culture is more focused on convenience sometimes than mm-hmm. on what's best for them. And yes. uh, even if it takes an extra five minutes to just cut up the watermelon or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like sometimes we just, or, or you can pay extra for convenience. It's not like you know, you have to go pull the carrot out of the ground and wash it and all that, you know, like you can buy, we are blessed in that we don't have to do that. Like we can go buy convenient foods or whatever, but um, that are still healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just have to be a little smarter about it. Yes. And that's something that you do. Do you like meal plan and obviously prep and that sort of thing? I do. I try. Mm -hmm. Yes. Perfection Um, is not the goal. (laughs) Right. So yeah, I, um, like I buy our meat in bulk. And so the nice thing is that I have pretty much like a month or so, four to six weeks of meat that I get. I, we do butcher box. I don't know. There's so many, there's so Mm -hmm. many like subscription things out there, but yes. Um, so I buy that in bulk and then I go, you know, I try to work around like with the sides and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. the way I have to meal plan for me, it's honestly, it's for my sanity when I didn't do it you know, 4 PM would roll around and I was like, what in the heck are we going to eat? Yeah. Today? Chicken nuggets again. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't want to be that wife. I didn't want to be like that mom who was just like, all right, well, here's a bunch of random stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, I started actually, you know, on Saturdays or Sundays, um, Sundays are a little busier for us because we go to church out of town, but, um, on Saturdays, usually I will kind of look and see, um, what we have available that needs to go, like if there's any fresh veggies, like I try to make sure we cook those first mm-hmm. when possible. I try to cook extra so that I have some lunches for work or whatever. We have leftovers because those mm-hmm. are great. Um, yes. so I really only cook like three or four times a week. Yes. And then the rest of it is leftovers or a pizza night or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. Cause pizza night is still fun. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that is a very healthy balance. We do a lot of Friday night pizza night here uh, because I Perfect. also work full time. Yes. And my uh-huh. husband works full time. So a lot of times by Friday rolling around, I'm like, can I just stop and pick up pizza? <laughs> right. And that's my son's favorite food. So he's yeah. always on board with that. And my daughter likes it too. So that's always great. Um, I do think that meal planning, food prepping, I said a a few minutes ago, like it's not that hard to eat healthy and it really is not, but it is harder to eat healthy and to meal plan and meal prep than it is to just go and buy like a frozen dinner or pop in a frozen pizza or some chicken nuggets or a box of mac and cheese. So I'm not trying to belittle that at all, but I think that what you've experienced and what I've experienced is we've seen both sides of it and having little kids and being in the thick of it sometimes what is more convenient as far as what you're feeding your children and what you're feeding yourself, the, the backlash from that, if that's the right word is what's so challenging to overcome. And so if we can just take 
you know, a step here and a step there. Like we were talking in the beginning, you don't have to revamp your family's entire diet, but can you buy more fresh fruit? Can you buy more fresh vegetables? And instead of putting chips to the side of that sandwich, can you put like some carrot sticks or some grapes and just the little things that we Mm -hmm. can implement are so they can be impactful. Yes, exactly. And I'm a huge, like, I, and I, I want moms to know too, like go buy the frozen veggies. Those are so easy. Like those are my best friend. Like go get some frozen veggies that are already seasoned and it's the easiest thing in the world, especially if you have like an air fryer situation, you know, like there's so many options out there. And sometimes we just need to, to play with our food or to try something new or try a new store to keep it fun. But at the same time, like it, you just have to think about it. It only takes 10 or 15 minutes really of right. just prepping ahead. And I, I tell my, my clients and friends that I work with, if you don't plan, then mm-hmm. plan to fail because you know, success doesn't happen on accident. If you truly right. want to lose the weight, or if you, you have these goals, whatever they may be, 80% of that is going to be your diet and nutrition. Mm-hmm. It's not yes. going to be the exercise you'll, you'll be wasting your exercise, Mm -hmm. frankly, if you, if you don't take the time to plan out some healthy meals for your family. So, yes. And you're a testament to that because you said the workouts got easier once you added the nutrition component to it. And it's because your body actually had the fuel it needed to do the workouts. Yes, exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think that is a great testimony for that. Um, where can our listeners find you, Jesse, if they want to look you up on Instagram and start following? Cause I keep alluding to, well, you're real. And this post that you <laughs> did, cause that's how I know you is from your uh-huh. Instagram page. So how, how do we find you? It's just my name at Jesse. It's I E Jesse dot Um, my last name is a little tricky cause it's German, but it's F E H L A N D. Jesse.Fayland. I also have um, a website I'm working on. Oh, great. <laughs> JesseFayland.com. You know, I'm trying to keep things simple and yes. to the point. So either of those are a great way to connect. Yeah. So that's about it. So you're taking clients now. If someone wanted to look you up, of course, they can just follow you on Instagram and see what you're up to. But you also, yeah. you post like when you're having a challenge come up or whatever, where they can contact you and. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all my contact info is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just watch my stories and you'll see what we're up to, what exciting things are coming up. And I just love helping people. I love helping women and moms feel their best so mm-hmm. that they can be their best for their family, for their community. Cause I truly feel like moms, I mean, we, we change the world. Um, yes in, in our kids and our kids are the future. And so I think if we can show up better for them, we can change everything. So 100%, that's a great outlook. And you display that very well. Like I said earlier, it's, you can really see your heart on your Instagram of, of your passion for this. And I think it's a really beautiful thing. Is there anything that you want to mention that we did not touch on yet? I can't think of anything, Okay, but this has been so much fun. (laughs) This has been really fun. I really appreciate you taking your time to come on here and just share a little bit about your story and where you came from and where you are now. And listener, go follow Jesse on Instagram. I promise you that you will not regret it. It's you're a good follow. It's if you want some good encouragement, Jesse is there for you. So thank you so much, Jesse. I really appreciate your time today. And I think that's a wrap. See ya. Bye.
Hey y'all, hope you enjoyed this episode as Tiff interviewed Jesse. I've got another review for us from one of our listeners, MX Sandy 12 Love this show, such an easy listen. I do hope you all enjoy listening to us as we just share life with you and try to be real with you guys. Um, continue to leave us comments and we'll try to get them on the show. And don't forget to rate us and share us on uh, all your platforms. Thank you.